So for those of you who have just arrived, we're hearing the understanding of the Sudama Brahmana Kata found in the Srimad Bhagavatam, 10th Canto. And we heard the summary, but now we are going into more details. So we heard how when Krishna snatched the handkerchief that Sudama had the flat rice that he was hesitant to offer to Krishna. So Krishna snatched it and ate a palmful of flat rice. It wasn't even cooked. It was just rice. And then he was going to take a second one but Rukmini stopped him. And I was going to explain why that is. Here it is. Why did Rukmini not allow Krishna to eat? Was it that, you know, Krishna could get indigestion? That's a consideration. Rukmini might have thought like that out of devotion. But here's the reason. This is what Rukmini said when she stopped Krishna. My Lord, this is more than enough to secure Sudama an abundance of all kinds of wealth in this world and the next. After all, one's prosperity depends simply on your satisfaction. So Rukmini said that that little that he offered, that Krishna took, that was enough for Sudama to live comfortably, more, more wealth. So this teaches us, it doesn't take much to satisfy Krishna. It just takes love and devotion. That's all. And she read the nine ways that you can d demonstrate your love and devotion. And Lord Chaitanya points out the first two are the most important. You're doing the first one right now. Hearing. This satisfies Krishna. Krishna in your heart right now is smiling and is saying, Oh, you're hearing about me? That's like nowadays they have these Facebook, MySpace, and now Twitter. So Krishna right now is twittering in your heart. He is very pleased that you're reading his MySpace. We are hearing his story. And Krishna is very pleased with you. Very pleased. And she points out what is the key to success in life? Krishna's satisfaction. This is the key. Always remember this. And then, how do we know that Krishna is satisfied? That he mentioned in the previous. You satisfy your spiritual master. So it's a, a link. We want to satisfy Krishna, yes, but how I satisfy my spiritual master? That is how I satisfy Krishna. And what does my spiritual master want me to do? I asked him that. I asked my spiritual master in the temple in Atlanta, big assembly, several hundred people, 
And it was around this time, it was early March. And I raised my hand. Srila Prabhupada, what pleases you the most? And there was silence. Everybody went, oh, what is Prabhupada going to say? Bring him money. Prabhupada said, and this is how he did it. He heard the question. He closed his eyes. He bent his head down and said in the microphone, when you love Krishna. So that's the order of my spiritual master. I have to love Krishna. And then, so how do I do that? Well, Lord Chaitanya points out, you want to love Krishna? It begins again, hearing and chanting. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna. Shukadeva Goswami continued, Sudama spent that night in Lord Achuta's palace. Everyone say Achuta. So that's a name for Krishna, which means he never fails. He never falls, especially when it comes to maintaining and protecting his devotees. Krishna will never, Krishna says this in the Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna declare it boldly, my devotee is never vanquished. The Brahmin spent that night in Krishna's palace after eating and drinking to his full satisfaction. He felt as if he had gone to the spiritual world. The next day, Sudama set off for his home while being honored by Lord Krishna. The self-satisfied maintainer of the universe. The Brahmin felt greatly delighted. As he walked along the road, Although he had apparently received no wealth from Lord Krishna, Sudama was too shy to beg for it on his own. He simply returned home, feeling perfectly satisfied to have had the Supreme Lord's audience. So Sudama was so humble that even though his wife had sent him on the mission to tried to get some benediction, some blessing from Krishna. Krishna in Dwaraka is living the life of opulence. 16,000 wives, 16,000 palaces. And Krishna was displaying so much opulence that even the demigods in heaven were coming to see how opulent Krishna's Dwaraka was. And yet, when Sudama left, nothing. Krishna didn't give him even dakshin. Didn't give him anything. Now, what is Sudama thinking? So this is what's explained. This is what Sudama was thinking, even though he didn't get anything from his visit. Sudama thought, Lord Krishna is known to be devoted to the Brahmanas. And now I have personally seen this devotion. Indeed, he who carries the goddess of fortune on his chest has embraced this poorest beggar. Because that was the first thing we read when Sudama came. 
Krishna embraced him. Who am I? A sinful, poor friend of a Brahmin. Who is Krishna? He is the supreme personality of Godhead, full in six opulences. That's the meaning of the word Bhagavan. Everyone say. Means that person who has six specific opulences in full, all at the same time wealth, beauty, fame, knowledge, renunciation, strength, the six opulences. You and I, we may have one or two. We may even have all six. But can you say you have them unlimitedly? No. Even Bill Gates and that other guy, Warren Buffett, they have so much billions. Are they satisfied? No, they want more. They want more. But can they say, I have all the, but Krishna can. Krishna has all the wealth, all the beauty, strength, knowledge, renunciation, fame. He's got it all unlimitedly. Therefore, he's Bhagavan. Everyone say. Nevertheless, the Supreme Personality of Godhead has embraced me with his two arms. He treated me just like one of his own brothers, making me sit on the bed of his beloved consort. And because I was fatigued, his queen personally fanned me with a yaktail chamara. Although he is the lord of all the demigods, ah, this is important what Sudama just said. He is the lord of all that. Therefore in the Bhagavad Gita, Deva Deva, everyone say. The demigods are known as Devata. But Krishna is Deva Deva. He is the lord of all that. I sometimes say in a joking way. When I have to sometimes preach in certain venues. I say to people in a nice joking way. So bring me your God. Krishna is the God of your God. To emphasize this point. Whatever God you may have that's okay. Krishna is the God of your God. Although he is the Lord of all demigods. And the object of worship for all Brahmins. He worshipped me as if I were a demigod myself. Massaging my feet and rendering other humble services. Yes, he washed Sudama's feet, did he not? We heard that. And he put the water, he sprinkled the water on his head, didn't he? Did we read that? Yes. Devotional service to Krishna's lotus feet is the root cause of all the perfections a person can find, either in heaven, in liberation, in the subterranean regions, or on earth. Devotional service. Or as we said earlier. Love of God. Love of God. How do you get love of God? It is by devotional service. Which. Um, Supriya's daughter sang. Shravana kirtana smarana vandana. Pada sevana dasyare. Pujana sakijana atma nivedana. This is how we render devotional service. And the fruit of devotional service is love of God. There was 
a very favorite song of mine when I was uh, 17 years old. I didn't know about Krishna, but there was this song. All you need is love. I always loved that song. But the problem was, from the age of 17 to 23, every time I found someone to love, I became disappointed. Whether it was Dina, Michelle, Linda. I loved, I loved, but I wasn't... Oh yeah, Melody. But I wasn't getting love in return. But still I was singing that stupid song. All you need is love. But then, at the age of 23, Prabhupada showed my mistake. He said, yes, he agreed. Prabhupada agrees with this point. All you need is love. The problem is you're loving the wrong thing. Love Krishna. Then you'll be happy. That's what, so Prabhupada gave me the clue. Oh, and remember I told you, when I asked Prabhupada the question, what pleases you the most? When you love Krishna. Prabhupada didn't say, when you love me. He didn't say that. He said, when you love Krishna. So now I can sing. All you need is Krishna, Krishna. Krishna's all you need. Yes, love of Krishna, that's all you need. And how do you get love of Krishna? By chanting. Everybody chant. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Sudama continues. Krishna was thinking, if this poor wretch suddenly becomes rich, he will forget me in his intoxicating happiness. The compassionate Lord, therefore, did not grant me even a little wealth. So Sudama is a real Brahmin. He knows why Krishna didn't give him. I had mentioned this before, earlier, that the general tendency for all of us, we get at some wealth, the tendency is we begin to forget. We begin to forget. Generally, generally human nature is, and it was proven after 9-11, I remember very clearly, after 9-11, the attacks, all the radio shows were saying, all of a sudden people are going to church. Right? And it stayed for some time. Because they got woken up. They got scared. The 9-11 attacks. All of a sudden, and they say, even the atheist finds God in the foxhole. And even the atheist, when the airplane is crashing, starts to pray like anything. So, but after some time, then they, the radio said, oh, now the attendance is slacking because the scare wore off. So that's the general tendency. When things are very bad, oh God, save me, save me, please, I'll be good, I'll be good, oh, please save me, save me. Then when God rewards, okay, now nah, I'm okay. Thank you. 
But someone like Sudama, he understands. Ah, Krishna is not giving me this material wealth. Why? Because he's very protective of me. Everybody chant, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. So, Franjali, will you sing something for us, please? 